Welcome, welcome to this fourth episode of the Female Sex Podcast. I'm thinking it's the fourth. It's been that long since I've posted a cast um, because, as you know, there's been just so much going on, but I've had a little time to breathe and to meditate and to get, um, uh, to adapt to this whole situation. And so now I'm, you know, filled up with energy and I feel like I can uh, come on and speak my mind. I noticed that a lot of people are uh, very talkative and they just want to talk and talk, talk. Everyone's in their throat chakra right now. You know, I don't always make reference to the chakras, but now it's so clear that everyone's in their throat chakra and some people are even blocking their throat chakra. So a lot of people are putting on masks and they're not talking. And then you have others who are, they just want to talk all the time and monopolize the conversations because we feel like we're being um, prevented from talking. And so it's a way to push back. It's just been an interesting, interesting dynamic over the past um, few weeks. But first, let me just say happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers, you know, who are holding it down or as my cousin would say, who are holding everything up, holding their families up, you know, keeping the spirits up and just making sure that everything is running smoothly in the household and that the children are staying safe and sane. And a special shout outs to all of the single mothers out there who are at this time pretty much doing it alone or, you know, have, doing it with limited help. So big shout outs to the single moms um, and a special shout out to my sisters. I have three wonderful sisters. One is not a mother. She's an auntie, but she's a wonderful auntie and is like a mother to um, her nieces and nephews. And so, uh, you know, I could not make it through this whole lockdown without my sisters and uh, I've been staying in touch with them, you know, physically and digitally and whatever. But, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a God and I'm not going to let anyone keep me away from my family. You know, all of the rules, you know, we want to follow the rules. We want to do our best to keep everyone safe and and whatever. But, you know, um, we are being asked to volunteer our rights. And that's what we're going to get into today. We're being asked to volunteer to give up our constitutional rights and to, um, to do our part. You know, our rights have not been taken away from us. And uh, that's especially why I wanted to talk about a lot of the protests that we're seeing a lot of people who are even going into the court to argue that our constitutional rights are being violated. And they're not being violated. You're actually volunteering it. It's you're the one who've give, who's given up your rights. And so you can't complain that the government's taken it because you have actually said 
okay, I'll stay at home. Okay, I'll wear a designer mask. Okay, you know, I'm not going to speak to my family, but, you know, they, they haven't actually taken those rights away from you yet. Not technically. Uh, it is all a recommendation. They use words like, do your part. It's why they're on TV all the time saying, do your part. Um, you know, uh, we ask that you do this. We recommend that you do that, but no one is forcing anyone yet. Also, a special shout out to the gods, of course. You know, if you didn't know that you were a god before, I'm sure that if you are, you are recognizing it now. And how do you know that you are a god? Is that you are okay right now. You're okay in your own company. You're, oh, my bones are cracking all over the place. You're okay in your own company. You are okay with the situation you're okay financially and even if you're not okay financially you are okay because you've figured out a way to adapt okay and so uh, this message is going to be for the gods i know that a lot of people are lost a lot of people even who were calling themselves conscious before who were talking about their god power before now now is the time that we're going to see who is really uh, who they say they are. Okay. Now we're actually being put to the test. And if you're not thriving right now, then I guess you have your answer. Now I wanted to talk about dominance and power. That's the name of the show today. And I want to look at who's really in control right now. What is really in control right now? Who's given power to whom? Who's dominating whom? Who's, who's desperate for power? and who's looking for control, you know? There's a difference between dominance and power. Yes, there's a group of people who are dominating on the world stage right now, but at the end of the day, we all have individual power, and right now, more than ever, that is what counts the most because we are under a psychological experiment. It's a global psychological experiment, and a psychological operation is going on. And your mental strength, your psychological strength, your spiritual strength is going to be tested right now. And so there's a way to make sure that you're not affected by it. And, you know, if I'm going to be honest, I had my ups and downs. You're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to have um, probably multiple conversations happening all at once in your head. And it's just for you to work um, your way through it. The reason why I'm so energized today and the reason why I felt like I could come on and I could talk a little more is because I just finished having a conversation with my older sister and it's like been forever since I've had a proper, you know, like uh, heart to heart with my older sister. It's been a long, long time, um, but I'm just so blessed and so lucky to say that I have sisters. You know, as much as we butt heads sometimes and we are clashing, I find that, you know, the people who you're close to the most are the people who you're going to clash with. But, you know, um, it, but we at the, the same time, we understand that we're having an internal battle and we kind of have to watch how we take it out on other people and how we take it out on ourselves. Like right now is not the time to be so hard on yourself about a lot of things and it's a time to forgive yourself for a lot of things and to understand yourself and this is the best time for um, some inner work 
okay, to what I was talking about a long time ago, where you needed to um, get into your ninth sphere, get into your dark, and to understand who you truly are from the inside out. Uh, before we get in, though, I should mention that this podcast, like all the others, are is going to be available on YouTube for nine days only, and after the ninth day, on the tenth day, it will be uh, unlisted and will be available on the blog or for those who already have the link. And so if you are interested in joining the mailing list, you can leave me an email at thefemalesex at gmail.com to uh, be added to the reading list for the female sex blog at thefemalesex.blogspot.com. And um, I'm also posting a video diary um, of everything that's been going on. April's diary is finally done and it's posted on Instagram. And the reason I don't give away my Instagram is because I have family on there. And so the people who find me or who have the wherewithal to find me or the interest to find me on Instagram, because the information is there, it's available, whether you're on the blog or you're watching this podcast now or you're um, on YouTube, if you're watching the podcast, I'll probably have something on there that, you know, that shows what the Instagram is, but I don't really announce it. I never really say what it is. And I'm not going to say what it is now because, you know, I want smart people to, to find their way to me. You know, I'm not trying to look for attention on the internet, you know, people who want information and they want, um, a connection, then they're going to go out and seek that. And so when people find me, I feel very grateful and very blessed. And so I don't really give out and promote myself in that way because I'm not on the internet for that purpose. But uh, I, I am here for those who want to find me. And so they will find me. The people who are meant to find me will find me. And so the um, video journals will be only on the Instagram TV. Um, other than that, the, the podcast will be also available on Spotify and on Anchor. I'm loving the Anchor platform. It's a really, really great platform for podcasts. Uh, what else? I think that's it for the self-promo. I said I wasn't going to self-promo, but, you know, I'm just going to stick it out there because, you know, I'm not... Um, too much on YouTube anymore. I know YouTube doesn't like me. Yeah, YouTube does not like me at all. Even after I archived all of my videos and I decided I'm not going to be posting anymore. Um, I'm definitely not going to be doing any research and editing videos and putting things together for people anymore because, you know, if you didn't get it before this shift or before this so-called portal opened up or before this lockdown or before this change, uh, I'm not sure if people moving forward are actually becoming enlightened or if they're becoming programmed. I believe that the time for enlightenment, that door has been closed. You know, if there was a portal, it's been a long time closed. And now we are already on the other side. And there are a lot of people who did not make it. And so it doesn't make sense right now to try to reach out to people and get angry and push information. And, you know, why aren't people waking up? You know, why are these people waking up? It is too late. You know, I, at the same time, you know, my sister said, my younger sister said, it's never too late. People can always um, 
have an awakening you know there it this might just be the rock bottom or the shock or the trauma that was necessary to push uh, you know to to get people to start waking up you know this experience in itself was kind of a catalyst but like I said, a lot's being uh, digitalized, you know, our, we're going to be interfacing with AI very soon in the future. And, you know, if you're not aware of who you are and what your mind is and who you truly are, how are you going to recognize yourself and be able to tell who you are from the robot? Like it, it's going to be very difficult even for you to identify who you are. You know, I, I just don't believe that. I, I believe that the time for awakening has passed, <laughs> you know, for, for people to really, truly say that they are waking up. Because as you can see, there's so much going on in the world and people are still getting worked up by it. People are still being triggered, triggered by racial stuff. People are still talking about race and race lines and, you know, all this is basic stuff are going on, basic race and money. And people are still triggered by these basic things that we should have been over that should have been over with a long time ago and still if we're still triggered by that you're done like you were never gonna i yeah <laughs> you're woke and walking dead <laughs> pretty much you know i just want to say especially to the mothers and to black women and to brown women to be very careful with what you are seeing today. You know, remember to breathe, you know, take the mask off and breathe. Breathe and filter, compartmentalize and prioritize. All of the information that we are receiving is not meant for us. Okay. It is not meant for you, I'll say. There, it is impossible for the human mind to, to actually take in all of this information and hold all of this information and, and to remember all of this information. The human mind is going to filter some of it, but what the human mind will hold will be the trauma. Okay. We tend to remember the highs and the very lows. And so we are only going to remember the things that trigger us or that hit us hard, the hardest, right? So if you're having a wonderful experience, you know, something like you're having a baby or you get married or you fall in love, you know, it's some memory that you're going to remember and hold on to. And just the same, if you go through a trauma where you go through an accident or there's a murder or, you know, you're going to hold on to that. So you're going to hold on to the worst of it and you're going to hold on to the best of it. And right now we're given a lot of the worst like we're being constantly fed information if not about the disease it was constantly about the disease and now in canada we're being fed information about gun crimes and i'm hearing like major news networks out here in canada talking about some black guy who was shot and killed out in the united states even before the lockdown happened but for some reason we're talking about it now in the midst of a global trauma Okay, so you got to watch out for that. And that's especially what I'm talking about here is that that is not for you. That has nothing to do with me. We have shit that need, we need to worry about right now. We have family, we have children, we have ourselves to look uh, to be thinking about and to be taken care of. We don't have time to be worrying about who the, sh who the police shot a few months ago. 
You know, we didn't know anything about it. So why are you letting it trigger you now? Police have been shooting black people down in the street and black people have been doing nothing but protesting about it. You know, so why is it a trigger now? It's because we have nothing else to do. We're at home. And when we hear something like this, we want to feel like we have some kind of power. The powerless people want to act as if they have some kind of power. So black people are actually out there protesting. <laughs> They're actually protesting and social distancing. And not only are they protesting, it was bad when they were kneeling down to the white man as a form of protest. But now they've actually put masks on their face, block their sh throat chakra, block themselves from speaking and are protesting silently as they stand two meters apart. It, it's unbelievable how insane and programmed these people are. And that's exactly what I was talking about in the I Black Women series. The reason why I decided that I was going to leave YouTube is because I knew there was something coming. I knew something was going down. YouTube had targeted me. They had blocked views on my channel, scraped subscribers off my channel, like frozen subscribers on the channel, and playing with the numbers. At one point, I even saw my, my subscriber count go down to zero. They started uh, uh, penalizing me for thumbnails. And then they removed the I Black Woman Part 2 video. I had to appeal it. And, and now it's age-restricted. They age-restricted a video that I had posted five years ago about uh, how um, uh, transracial is the new black. They were just attacking the channel silently. And I just decided, let me demonetize everything myself. So I decided that I was going to go in and demonetize all of my videos you know the yellow tag uh, you have a green tag yellow tag you know and yellow tag doesn't mean demonetize it just means you have limited ads i didn't even want limited ads on the video i said i'm going to take it all down i don't need to make money on youtube you know uh, i have other income sources and i'm okay with where i am financially so i don't need to make money on youtube I could if I want to, but not on the female sex channel. I won't use YouTube uh, to make money. But YouTube was attacking the channel and I didn't say anything on it. I don't want to come out and talk about how YouTube is doing this, that and the other because it doesn't matter. You know, this is their platform and it's whatever. So I decided I'm going to pull the monetization. I'm going to archive, I'm going to archive my videos. I'm going to um, unlist them all archive them on a playlist, put them on the blog. I, I, YouTube doesn't have to recommend me. They don't have to worry about my message. I'm going to hide my message and have it available only to those who seek it. And even so, even though I did all of that, they still decided that they wanted to come in and try to block me somehow, you know? So I knew something was coming even before this happened. It's why I made my final video um, who are the gods and then I shut it down because you know things were good for me out here and I didn't want you know things that I say on here to interfere with my real life but I knew what was coming and I could see this psychological experiment coming and now that it's here I want to talk about it so 
I'm just going to use this whole race thing in the United States as an example. Before all of this happened, I want you to remember that in 2019, around this time, Black people in America were talking about they were ADOS. They were talking about how um, Africans are from shithole countries and some Caribbean is from shithole country. There is a clear distinction um, made by a lot of leaders, so-called leaders in the Black American, Black foundationalist, Black Americans or whatever they were calling themselves, that it was like a separationist kind of movement where they wanted to separate themselves from immigrant blacks and make the distinction that these immigrants are, you know, complicit in white supremacy and they're getting rich in this country. Meantime, the blacks who are here are getting nothing and they come over here from their shithole countries and, and they're making a better life for themselves and they're leaving the black Americans poor. Okay, that's what they were on a year ago. And I said, you know what, I, I'm not even going to, this is not the time for I told you so, but I told you so, okay? Everyone was separating themselves. Even, excuse me, even the Africans were claiming that they were not slaves and that the uh, Caribbean or the African diaspora were slaves, but that the continental Africans were not slaves. Everybody was arrogant and all up in their nationalism. And now look what's happening. The continental Africans are being treated like shit all over the world. They're, de they're being deported or they're being just dehumanized wherever they are. And at the same time, the black Americans are being treated like shit. Blacks all over the world, never mind, okay, are being treated like shit. And now, only now, blacks are like, oh, we need to look out for each other. It's too late, okay? The borders have been closed. The borders have been closed. The time for that has passed. You fell for that. You fell for somebody coming in and creating this ADOS movement or supporting this idea that uh, one black was better than another. We already knew that we were separate tribes and this is what ended up happening. Blacks got infiltrated, they got controlled, and now they are separated. The borders are closed and every man is now for himself. So why would any black woman want to get involved in all of this? The only reason I'm coming on is, you know, I, I'm not going to say or tell you what to do. Okay. Because you already know what you're doing. You already know that you're not going to get involved in this. You already know that this is not about you. You already know that you're eating well and sleeping well and feeling well. And that's all that matters. You already know that if you worry about this, it's going to stress you out. And your stress is going to bring up your adrenaline and your norepinephrine and all these chemicals that are going to cause you to deplete your melanin and get sick. It's going to make you more susceptible to getting a virus and it's going to lower your immunity. So you already know all of that. So if you decide that you want to still get involved in it, then that is your just decision. It's your choice. We already know that we are the chaos. Or we should already know. For those of us who recognize ourselves as gods, the gods are the ones who understand and who, who understand their place in the chaos and understand that they are part of the chaos and understand that the chaos makes the order. 
and that we do require change. We do require chaos in order to have order in this world. So you're sitting in this chaos and you're sitting comfortably in the chaos, watching it happen and watching it work for you. You don't need to go out there and protest anything. People who know their rights, exercise their rights. They don't protest and beg for their rights. So let's take a quick, a little intermission, a musical intermission. And then we're going to talk about these protests, okay? And the significance of them. I, I don't really care who's protesting and why. We're just going to talk about them metaphorically because they, it's what they signify. It's no, not so much the protests because they, they, the protests really don't make sense. But the, they're happening because it is part of the psychological experiment. It's part of the mind fuck. You know, it's supposed to get you or to trigger you and to traumatize you and to keep you in a perpetual state of trauma. But I know that my viewers, anyone who finds this channel, is smarter than that. I already know that. Uh, and so I'm not preaching because I would be preaching to the choir, of course. So I'm not preaching. Uh, I'm just here to remind you because I needed a reminder too. I decided that I'm going to have a wine-free week. You know, every other week or whatever I feel like. You know, I'm going to have wine if I want. But every now and again, I'm just going to not do it. You know, I don't, I don't need it. And I was talking to my sister about that today. But I, I'm saying that because I know that sometimes I have to remind myself of things. That I'm having two conversations in my head. And as much as uh, being a God means that you have total control and total judgment of yourself. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. Okay? Because even the God of the Bible wasn't perfect. So it doesn't mean being perfect. It just means that you have total control and total judgment of yourself. So if you can control yourself and you know, you know, you're going to do, you're going to stop yourself from doing certain things or you're able to control the things that you do and the things that you think pretty much. So I'm just saying that to say that I am not perfect. Sometimes I still have to remind myself and bring myself back down to reality, you know, and to remember where I am and where I want to be. And so... Let's take the quick intermission and let's talk about these protests. protest in Michigan and it was predominantly whites who came out to protest the lockdown and they were protesting a virus with a gun okay and this could be or it could signify one of two things either it is a psyop 
okay and these people are agents and they've been called you know to their post right and what they're supposed to do is to play the white side of the black white duality because there's always a duality there is no it's not a coincidence that we're seeing two messages coming out at once where you're seeing black people in a position where you're finding that black people are in a weaker position and that white people seem to be in a position of power it's not an a mistake that the protest happened before the video was released of a black man being shot the shooting happened before the shooting happened in february but they couldn't release the video until after the lockdown and then until after the whites had protested that way you could see look at what the white people get to do they get to protest they get to have arms and they get to have their guns and protest and shout in officers face and no one can say anything to them they had to have that image first before they brought on the image of the helpless white man being hunted by white men the, hunt, the helpless black man being hunted and shot down by whites one had to come before the other okay they also had to show you all of the africans who were being booted out of mcdonald's okay and out of all these chinese um establishments what they're not showing you though is the discrimination amongst the asians inside of the asian community there are asians that are also not happy with the chinese okay because they don't see themselves as a group of asians only people on the outside see that okay but there's a a lot of race dynamic going on okay and you've been hearing it a lot also with the covid yeah in a lot of communities you're hearing that oh there's a higher prevalence of um the virus happening in so-and-so communities at first in canada anyway and in the united states as well the hasidic jewish community and i believe also out in israel if for some reason the hasidic jewish community was hard as hit and they had to be um barricaded in their communities their communities were highly uh surveilled and highly um blockade how do you say that like secured i guess Okay, they had um, borders around the Hasidic Jewish communities in, in many different countries, all at the same time. And that was the first thing. Then there was talk about discrimination against Chinese people in particular, but people just mistaking Asians in general for the Chinese. So we had that racial dynamic. And then we started hearing things about how people in the indigenous communities were, were getting this virus and it was spreading throughout the indigenous communities. And now we're hearing that in the black communities uh, that the virus, uh, that there's a higher rate of infection in black communities. And now in Quebec, they're trying to talk about how they want to collect race-based data, racial and socioeconomic data around this virus. And so there's a deliberate um, push to create this whole race play. <laughs> we'll call it that okay or a race war or whatever it is this racialized atmosphere inside of all all an already fearful atmosphere 
And so, of course, they want this whole race thing to pop off. Race is always the trigger. And so when you subscribe to a certain race and you go, I'm black or I'm white, then you're going to be triggered when your racial group is triggered or when your racial group is harmed. So now with these protests and they have the white people looking powerful while the black people are looking weak, all black people could do is go out there and protest now, but they're not even able to speak, technically not even able to speak because they can't even literally breathe. Black people were just protesting years ago about, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And now they're literally putting masks over their face that are preventing them from breathing freely. And they volunteered to do that. Like I said, we are not, uh, no one's called martial law. No one's called the War Measures Act or the Emergencies Act over here in Canada. There, there's no law that says your constitutional rights have been taken away from you. You decided that you're going to stay inside of your home. You decided that you wanted to be your hero, uh, to be a hero and to do your part and to stay home. You decided that you wanted to wear a designer mask, okay? These are your choices. And we all had a choice to do this. Now, if everybody decided, you know, I'm not going to wear a mask and I'm, I'm not going to stay home, then more than likely, then we would have been forced. And I actually would have been, um, that would have been easier for me or and a lot, let me say not say easier, but I think it would have been better if they had just forced everyone to do it. Because now you have this game running in your head or this thought running in your head that these people are taking away my rights. I need to protest my rights. There was even one guy who got fired from his job and he's still there protesting the rights for the people in the job. There are people who lost their jobs. The guy who lost his job at, at Amazon. And there are some people who lost their, their jobs and then they're protesting about uh, they should be able to work. Why are you protesting working? If you get fired from a job, you get fired from a job. You need to move on and go find another one. Find something else to do. Why are you protesting your employer? It doesn't even make any sense. And people who protest don't have power. And so when you see these people who are protesting with guns and they're protesting these little viruses viruses are smaller than bacteria these people are protesting nanoparticles pretty much with guns they can shoot the virus even if they shoot the people in the legislation you know even some of the people who were protesting were wearing masks so you're protesting but you fear death if you're a god you're not going to fear death okay because you know that there's a realm beyond this one Gods don't fight for the earthly realm because you understand that the whole universe, all of existence, the entire God is you and for you. So there's no need to be afraid of a virus. There's no need to wear the mask because if the virus is going to get you, it's going to get you whether you're wearing a mask or not. You know, a lot of these designer masks, they don't have filters that can filter out a virus. A virus is so small that it can penetrate down there anything. Okay? So you're you're not preventing the, any virus from going out and you're not preventing a virus from going in. 
all you're doing is preventing yourself from breathing and speaking properly. Okay, so if you have power, you don't need to be protesting anything. And you definitely wouldn't be wearing a mask going out there protesting anything. If you have any power, you don't have to beg the government to go see your grandma. If you had power, your grandma wouldn't even be in a home. She would be at home and somebody would ta be taking care of her at home because you're supposed to respect your elders and take care of your elders and be grateful to them and be blessed to even have them alive. You wouldn't have put them inside of a home. But these people don't have real power. They fear death. They fear the virus. They fear that they're going to get the disease and they fear that they're not going to overcome it. And that's why they're all masked up and gloved up. Washing their hands a million times a day, rubbing their skin raw, creating super bugs by sanitizing everything. When you know your rights, you do not have to protest them. So it's either this is a PSYOP and these people are agents and they're just playing their role, playing the white side of duality, or they really have no power. And either way, they're being controlled. It's either they have no power or somebody's controlling them and telling them to do this. They're under mind control. So white people are supposed to be dominant in this situation and the black people are supposed to be weak because black people are just giving up their rights and then protesting that their rights are being taken care taken away from them. But your rights are not being taken care of, taken away from you. There was even a, a lawyer out here in Quebec, uh, in Canada. I can't be sure if he was in Quebec, but he was white and he wanted to ar make the argument, a whole lawyer, okay, who had passed the bar. He went to law school and everything. And he went constitutional lawyer more than likely. He wanted to argue that his constitutional right was taken away from him, that he was being illegally detained in his own house. Now, like I said, you're volunteering it. But here's the joke. He go because the courts are mostly closed, they have their hearing online or through some digital source or whatever. While that's happening, there's some kind of um, technical difficulty, okay, that prevents him from having the hearing. And so the judge says that he can come into the courthouse to argue his case. He comes into the courthouse and the lawyer for the government or whatever, he argues that because the man was able to leave his home to come down to the courthouse to argue his case, that in itself proves that he is not being illegally detained, that he has the right to leave his house, that his constitutional rights have not been violated. And I'm there laughing like not everybody would catch that. But he's a whole lawyer, a whole white lawyer who's supposed to be so smart and have all this money and all this education, but he's still stupid and he couldn't even see that coming. Be careful who you call dominant. You know, there are people who are dominating and be careful who you look at as having power. Okay. I was talking about in the blog post, you know, I was just it was mostly for fun, the last post that I put out, but I was giving some backstory about this guy that I was seeing who is a white man and we've been seeing each other or we were seeing each other for a couple years off and on. 
and right now he's in his home and i know for a fact that he's in his home watching porn regularly or more regularly than before this is a porn site that he hadn't been on for months while we were together and i know about it because he had played it one time when i was over there he just didn't realize that i knew you know um i know how to do my recon i'm a spy you know <laughs> so i i've been spying on his little site and I knew when he was not on it and when he was on it. And so he hasn't been on this porn site for the longest time because he didn't really need to. And then all of a sudden when this happened, now he's regularly watching porn. Okay. And he wanted to have like digital sex or whatever. It, it under the under the quarantine and i'm just not going to do that not at this time you know before you you want to play and flirt or whatever you do online but now that you know like everything every single thing that you do is being surveilled and tracked like what you eat now down to what you buy at the grocery store because now if you order online they know exactly what you bought before they just knew what you well, what grocery store you went to but now they know exactly how many, you know, bottles of wine we buy. <laughs> so, you know, like you can't do everything online. People are doing psychology online. They're doing their medical stuff online, your education online. And we know that this is the where it's going to go. But there has to be some regulation in place before you do all that. You know, some privacy regulations. Anyway. My point is, before all this, I remember that black women were talking about how white men are better fathers, you know, they're not going to leave you as baby mamas, they were convinced that they marry black women more and we would be better off in the arms of these white knights. But guess what? These white men right now are feeling completely powerless, okay? A lot of them have lost their jobs. They've lost their businesses. They're on the brink of bankruptcy. They are extremely depressed. They've made the mistake of selling off stocks and moving around their investments when they weren't supposed to. You know, they, they invested in their country clubs. They can't go golfing just yet. Some can. You know, they're opening up things for those people. You know, their private, a lot of private clubs did not close down. And, you know, but... A lot of these men are going through financial difficulty, difficulties. A lot of them are beating their wives and their children, and they're abusing alcohol and drugs in some cases. They're abusing porn. Uh, a lot, some of them are molesting their children. They are depressed. They're depressed over money. They're dodging child support. They're not visiting their kids. You know, they're just feeling helpless and powerless. And the the funny thing is, is that when you look on the TV. The people who you're seeing are these geeks, nerdy men like Bill Gates and um, who, who's controlling this whole thing, uh, the va vaccine thing. And then you got the Jeff Bezos who has his hand in Whole Foods. He has his hand in, what's the other thing? Amazon. He, he owns the internet pretty much right now. And then all these nerdy social media guys. These are the men who are dominating these are the men who are in power. The ones you see with the guns are afraid. They have no power. Because they can be killed by a, a nano um, virus created by a nerd. Okay? The nerds are running the penitentiary right now. They're the ones who are dominating right now. The ones we called betas are now the alphas. I said 
many times before and I'll say it again and I will keep saying it. All men are betas. All men who allow themselves to be dominated and controlled by other men who are volunteering their rights and giving up their rights to other men to the likes of Bill Gates right now and, and, and Tony Fauci. Look at the men who are before you and then the women who are usually these um, people in, who are health, I don't even know what they are really, I, I forget really, I don't even pay real attention, but the, the women who are giving out um, advice, health advice or whatever, recommendations. It's these beta males and these women, the, these feminists, they're vanguard, okay, who are running shit right now. That's who's in power right now. And then you have your own individual power. So make no bones about it. The people who you once thought were dominant have no power at all. And if you can't see it, then you were never able to see it and you are not going to ever see it. Because they control you if you don't see it by now. And they'll continue to control you into the future. Gods are not afraid to die because gods live forever. It doesn't have to be inside the earthly realm. I'm going to leave it there. I want to wish all of the mothers once again a wonderful Mother's Day. Please focus on yourselves and on your children. Focus on your lives. This is happening for you. It's given you the time for you to rest relax do not fight and you know rebel for the sake of rebelling like you don't want to stay home you've made a beautiful home for yourself i hope and for your children and you should be happy in your own company right now you know do your thing online do your makeup live your best life and do your nails and you know talk to to your friends and to your family and focus on you right now Everything else is a distraction. Everything else is an experiment. A lot of these nerds who are controlling everything, they depend on you. They depend on you giving up your rights and your freedoms. If you don't do it voluntarily, then they're going to have to be forced to force you. And they really don't want to have to do that. They're banking on your stupidity. They're banking on your fear. And so live your life. You know, go out and I'm not going to tell you not to wear a mask. You know, already know what to do, but all the best to you and yours always until the next time. <laughs>